James Winchester is an Oklahoman, a Sooner, and now a three-time Super Bowl champion. Yes, three rings. That's more than Peyton Manning or Brett Favre or John Elway. Winchester, a long snapper, has been with Kansas City for nine years, and a third of those seasons have ended with Super Bowl titles. Amazing, amazing stuff. We'll talk to James about his career in the NFL, how he made the transition to long snapping, and why he's been able to stick in the league. And of course, we'll talk about that latest Super Bowl win. But first, I want to say a word of thanks to these sponsors for supporting The Jenny Carlson Show. The Oklahoma Ford Dealers Association, Two Fellows Movers, MidFirst Bank, the National Cowboy and Western Heritage Museum, FireLakeJobs.com, NextGen Roofing, 988, Oklahoma's Mental Health Lifeline. Remember, drive into your best in Oklahoma Ford dealers today for the best deals on Ford's full lineup of trucks and SUVs. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. And hey, if you're thinking about moving, let's face it, a box of pizza and a case of beer just don't work like they used to. Nobody wants to help you. But we know two fellas who love moving. At Two Fellows Moving Company, we offer free, no-strings quotes for your move. With over 20 years' experience, we've pretty much moved it all. Our services don't end up moving either. Need to do some remodeling or spring cleaning? We've got you covered with dumpster rentals and junk haul services. Remember, quotes are free and there are no strings attached. If you're moving in Oklahoma, make sure to call the fellas. Visit twofellas.com for your free quote today. Well, James, hey, congratulations. A third Super Bowl title. Pretty cool. It's awesome. How cool is that? Three Super Bowl championships. Never thought it'd be possible, but uh, blessed to be a part of this team. Well, we're sitting here about a week or so after the the big game, the big win. I mean, do you just kind of walk around on cloud nine for a while after something like that? Or do you get to sort of revert to being a normal human being, doing dad stuff, husband stuff? How does that work? Yeah, you know, well, you come off of a, uh, and obviously we've got to do this a couple of times, but you come back from the game and you kind of hit the ground running. Um, You know, you have uh, exit interviews the day after the game. And uh, those are like the typically those are kind of a a, uh, more, um, you know, down, somber meetings, you know, depending on where guys are at. And obviously you get beat. Well, when you win the Super Bowl, they're like the most exciting interviews you've ever been a part of. Everybody's happy and in a good mood. And so it's it's the best exit interviews you'll ever have. Um, But then, you know, you have a a one day off there on Tuesday and then obviously have the parade on Wednesday, um, which was, you know, bittersweet um, with the events that transpired there. Um, and then got the family out of town. Uh, we went out to Scottsdale, took my wife and, and the little ones out there and got away for a little bit, enjoyed some sun uh, before coming back last night. So we're finally back and um, things are calm and got to take the kids to school this morning. So things are uh, a little more back to normal, you could say. There you go. Well, hey, I do want to talk about the parade because that's become almost a winter tradition in Kansas City now with the, all these Super Bowl championships. And it was another big crowd, another great day until the unfortunate uh, shooting that happened towards the tail end of all the activities. As you think back on that day now, what, what stands out to you just about um, everything that transpired that day? Well, um, you know, first our, our hearts go out to everyone that was affected, um, uh, to the one who lost their life in the parade, you know, in the shooting, and then all the children that were affected. Um, certainly our hearts go out to them, and, and honestly just thankful for the response of everyone between coaches, players, uh, people from all over the country, you know, um, tweeting and, and um, you know, posting Kansas City strong. That was that was very uh, um, uplifting to see. But um, yeah, it was a uh, it was a great day until it wasn't. And uh, unfortunately, uh, something like that had to transpire, um, you know, in, in, a, in a moment of 
um, celebration with so many people and, um, you know, the fans and, you know, coaches and everyone um, in this area, you know, are certainly deserving of, of celebrating that day. And for that to be cut short um, by, um, you know, gun violence, that was a, that was a, a difficult deal to go through, but, um, you know, thankful that it um, wasn't any worse than it was. And, and obviously, you know, in those situations, you imagine things could, could have been much worse. And so I'm uh, grateful that um, no one else um, was, uh, you know, seriously injured or killed and, and uh, yeah, just uh, a lot of emotions, you know, going back to that day, but um, definitely the highs and the lows. Yeah, your your teammate Trey Smith, the offensive lineman, said that um, you know you guys ended up with, around fans. It wasn't just teammates, coaches, uh, you know, families that sort of thing, but fans. As as things were really hectic in that moment, as it sounds like it was just chaos in a lot of ways, James. Yeah, it was. Um, you know, uh, everyone's having a good time, and we were when everything happened. Um, we were exiting the stage. And uh, saw a couple people running and wasn't really sure what was going on. And then obviously heard the shots were fired. And so um, obviously they ushered us into Union Station and they kind of put us in a holding pattern in there. I was thankful that I didn't get separated from my wife. I found her and um, we were in a holding pattern there for, I don't know, probably 10 minutes in the hallways um, before we got word. Hey, we need to go ahead and move to the buses on the east side of Union. So we started moving the buses. Um, but it wasn't until we got to the glass doors to go to the buses that things got um, a little scary and. Uh, people were running, law enforcement shut the doors, said, you know, you need to get down. It's not safe. And so we really had no idea what was going on, what was going to come around the corner, um, you know, just kind of in the dark there and um, mm -hmm. certainly a, a fight or flight response. And so we were able to um, make our way back into Union Station um, to get away from those doors and uh, found a closet. And we just got as many people as we could in there. Um, Trey Smith was um, phenomenal in getting people in and, and um, you know, orchestrating that whole deal, you know, putting chairs up against the door and, uh, big man was on his hands and knees, um, you know, telling everybody that I got you, everything's going to be okay. And, and, uh, while holding that door shut. So, um, you know, you never, you never expect that you'd find yourself in something like that, you know, in that kind of situation. Um, but really proud of teammates and coaches and how they stepped up and just tried to take care of everyone. You know, there was a lot of kids that got separated from their parents. And so, um, really guys were just doing all that they could do, um, in that moment. And, uh, you never expect to be in that moment, but, uh, when you are, you know, it, it, you just do everything you can to help out. Yeah. Yeah. And you being in that moment was, I mean, obviously your career is a long snapper. I don't know if anybody would have expected that this was the way that your, your football career was going to go. I mean, people around here know, obviously your deep OU connections, dad played football, sisters were athletes at OU, you went to OU. Um, but the long snapping thing, you you weren't a long snapper out of high school. You went to Washington. You probably played everything there for crying yeah. out loud. <laughs> That's right. Everything they let me play, I played it. So you were a wide receiver initially, at least on the roster at OU. When did long snapping, when did you think, okay, this is the way I need to go? Yeah, well, uh, my dream was to be a Sooner. And so uh, when I walked on in, in summer of 2008, um, I, I was willing to play any position they would let me play. And um, I thought wide receiver was my ticket um, when I – Came to campus um, early June of 08, um, realized that the team was pretty stacked with talent and it was going to be a difficult thing to break that bubble as a wide receiver. And so, honestly, uh, it just so happened that the veteran long snapper, Derek Shaw, had partially torn his Achilles tendon. And so, um, while I had mostly punted and kicked and played skill positions in, in high school at Washington, um, I did have the ability to long snap. So, I thought, hey, this is a, a way to make the team. So, in my mind, I thought, hey, if I can long snap and make the team, then I can play wide receiver. So it was kind of that thinking. 
Um, and so uh, walked on as a, as a wide receiver, but ended up long snapping um, for the first three games of my true freshman year. Coach Dubes gave him the job and, and um, was able to continue to snap for the next four years and earn a scholarship my senior year. Um, yeah, but it was definitely an unexpected uh, route to, uh, to live in the dream at Oklahoma. It's such a, an interesting skill set. It's not something that most guys are trying to do or uh, practicing much. Was there a point along the way where you thought, all right, I think I've got this figured out. I think I can actually, you know, whether it was those early days when you first got to OU or even later that you sort of thought, all right, I got this under control. Yeah, I mean, the entire time I was at Oklahoma, I mean, my, my goal was not um, – you know, become the best long snapper I can be so I can go play in the National Football League. It was um, continue to get better as a long snapper, obviously, because the guys around me depended on it and I wanted to continue to play. But it was I looked at it as a stepping stone to play wide receiver. So um, and then it wasn't until really my junior year that I realized I'm going to have a hard time getting over this one. Um, I probably should just keep long snapping. And so uh was fortunate enough that the coaches, you know, they continue to let me play wide receiver all the way through, you know, in a reserve role. And and, uh, you know, try to try to live that dream in my mind. Um, but uh, no one could have told me different at the time. You know, hey, just stop and, and continue to long snap. You've got a future there. Um, I was out to prove everybody wrong and, and thought I could do it at the wide receiver position. And um, obviously, uh, if you only could have, you know, hindsight, right, you look back and see. But I um, was very grateful for my time at Oklahoma and uh, certainly was a, was a huge stepping stone for me um, to excel my career and have an opportunity at the next level. You you land in Kansas City in 2015, but that that means there's a gap there, James. 2013, you were with the Eagles, not a, an active roster spot, but had some time in Philadelphia. But it took a few years before the Kansas City connection happened. Was there any point along that time where you wondered, is this is this really going to happen for me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you uh, I look back on it. I'm very grateful for the three years that I spent. Um, out of out of college and before I made it in the pros. I mean, there was a lot of unknowns. And uh, in the moment, I, I personally knew, like a lot of people do, you know, hey, I, I believe in myself. I think I can do this. Um, but uh, that with the numbers game of how many kids are coming out of college at all the levels and you've got 32 teams in the NFL, it's a difficult thing and a hurdle to overcome. And so, you know, I was um, very hopeful, but also realistic that it's going to be a difficult road. I looked at it as uh, my mindset was honestly – you know, uh, I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. And I've got about three three solid years slash seasons uh, before I'm going to need to go get a big boy job and, and move on and probably hang up, uh, hang, hang this dream up. And, uh, you know, it really took to that year three before I made it. I spent uh, 2012, 13 and 14 um, seasons without a team and uh, worked for several oil and gas companies across Oklahoma, brokerages doing landman work and um, a lot of great coaches um, at Washington, uh, my old coaches and Davis, Oklahoma, they would let me come in and use their weight room and work out and, you know, try to continue the dream and had some opportunities here and there. You really just one day workouts with teams, but nothing really stuck until 2015. And um, honestly, I was about to uh, my wife and I were about to get married in March of 2015. And I signed with the Eagles, so, excuse me, signed with the Chiefs uh, two weeks before uh, we got married. Um go a little before that. Um, and I honestly was about to hang it up and there was a fee to go to a, a free agent combine in Arizona. That, and that's where I actually got uh, the connection with Kansas city and actually signed from that camp. And I almost didn't go to that camp because the fee was uh, enough money that I thought I probably needed to put that towards my wedding um, instead of, and the guy that runs the camps 
actually called me and said, hey, James, I didn't see your name on the list. Are you coming to this camp? And I said, yes, sir. Um, I've been training. I'll, I'll be there. I just I was kind of holding out personally, like I, going back and forth. Should I, should I go to this camp or not? And um, ended up going to the camp. And that's where I signed with Kansas City. So thankfully, um, I had uh, enough uh, enough of an idea to go ahead and go to that camp um, instead of uh, putting that, you know, four or five hundred dollars to the to the wedding. Um, and I think it uh, it worked itself out in, in time. So uh, very grateful for the you know, for the, um, um, the journey and, and what it, what it took and that time that's been out. And, and, uh, it just makes this entire thing, you know, having opportunities to play for Kansas city for nine years, playing four Super Bowls and win three. I mean, it's just, just astronomic. It's incredible. And, uh, what a, what a blessing it is and what a ride has been. Man, no doubt. And you mentioned all those Super Bowl wins, performances, uh, 22 career postseason games, which ties Travis Kelsey for the most in franchise history. I mean, You've played in a lot of big stakes games, James. Have they gotten any easier as time has gone on? You know, I think just like anything, the more you do it, the more experience you have, you do become com- um, you become um, comfortable being uncomfortable in those situations and those games. And um, I've been very fortunate to play in a lot of playoff games in Kansas City and have been on the ride, um, you know, with uh, with Patrick and and uh, Kels and Coach Reed and, and that gang, um, it's been an incredible. I mean, of all the teams you can go to as a long snapper and to have the opportunity to land in Kansas City, um, not too far from home, you know, so many uh, friends and loved ones back in Oklahoma. And uh, for me, I'm an Oklahoma boy. I, I never wanted to really move off and, and live anywhere else. So very grateful uh, also to not be East or West Coast, to be right here in the Midwest. And so, um, yeah, I mean, those games, I think, um, you know, the more Super Bowls you play in, um, there is certainly a factor there that you've been there, done that. And, um, you know, I've been fortunate to do it um, with Harrison Bucker in every one of those. And uh, so for me and him and, and obviously Tommy have played in, uh, in three of those. Um, yeah, it's uh, the, the experience is huge. And um, I think that they never get old. I'll say that they absolutely never get old seeing the logo, you know, on your, uh, on your Jersey and on the football and the field all dressed up. I mean, it's just, the, it's the biggest stage in football. So uh, what an incredible, opportunity that I've had to do that. And, and, uh, man, it's been so much fun. You know, let's talk about this year for just a second, this last season, after you guys win last year, uh, you know, the expectation outside and frankly, probably inside is, Hey, go win another one. Why not go for, for another one? But you know, all seasons are different. And this one seemed maybe more up and down than the other Super Bowl seasons there in Kansas city. Did it feel that way on the inside, what was sort of your sense just as the season went along, how that team was, you know, progressing, maturing, all those sorts of things? Yeah, I mean, I think there there comes a time um, at the end of every season that you hope you're playing your best ball um, going into the playoffs. And, you know, we, we kind of pushed the envelope on that one and just we just weren't, you know, weren't putting it all together um, for a lot of reasons and um, really didn't even, you know, I mean, we get beat by the Raiders on Christmas Day and that was like the low of all lows. Um, and then we sat a lot of our starters um, out in L.A. And, you know, you're kind of like, well, this would be nice to have a game where everyone's playing. But it's also we're going to the playoffs. You know, we have our our uh, seed locked in there, number three. And so, um, you know, you kind of go into the playoffs going as now or never. And um, it was an amazing uh, uh, experience to watch, you know, coaches and players, everybody just kind of lock down and go, hey, we know what we can do. We know what we can do. We know who we are, what we can be. And we know we can beat anyone um, and really just having that kind of underdog mentality, um, you know, and, and, and hats off to really everyone in the building. But, I mean, our defense was huge throughout that run. Um, you know, offense, we, we made plays and, and didn't make um, huge mistakes, you know, in, in a lot of those moments. And 
you know, we're able to just edge people out in the playoffs. And, and I mean, it really took everyone, you know, from offense, defense to special teams. We all played a huge part of that. And, uh, you know, it's, it is pretty amazing to sit back and look at uh, the run that we had, um, you know, starting with Miami and Sub-Zero and then obviously Buffalo um, in Buffalo and no one gave us a chance. And then going to Baltimore, even even more people gave us no chance. And, uh, you know, it just the the belief in the locker room and, and you know, being, um, you know, um, um, verbalized by our coaches and just the whole thing. I mean, everyone believed. No one ever had a doubt that we couldn't do it. And, um, you know, we just knew it was going to be one play at a time and grinders of a game, um, all three of those. But, uh, you know, then we have an opportunity to go play San Francisco in the Super Bowl. I mean, just so much to reflect on. I still have not gone back and watched the games. I feel like I zone out sometimes in those games and, you know, you're focused on your job. So that's, that's my uh, off season uh, homework. Cause I want to go back and watch the games. Cause I know they were uh, great to watch. And, and um, I feel like I miss a lot of that by uh, just being in the zone and worrying about what I do. So, uh, but it was incredible to be a part of. Well, that was actually, I was going to ask you, you, you guys played in some really tight games, the Super Bowl, which we'll talk about in a second, but classic type of playoff games really with the way those games went down in the moment do you sense when you're playing in a game that is going to have people talking or or do you find yourself just okay what's next what you know where's the next opportunity to kick a pat kick a field goal do you have sort of a moment where you think hey i'm in sort of one of these classic type playoff games right now yeah well i think i think for us from the player standpoint is you know, the entire season, um, we're everyone's Super Bowl, right? I mean, you go on the road and play wherever you play, um, whether it's Jacksonville, I mean, that's just an example, but all the way through, um, everyone wants to beat the defending champs. And so I think a lot of people don't realize yeah. is that it's like playoff atmosphere every time we step on the field, you know, Thursday, Sunday, or Monday. Um, so I think all of that experience, obviously having run the tables and done it the year before last year, um, having that experience this year with, I think, around 37, something like that, 35, 37 guys that were in the on, on the field last year um, for that Super Bowl win. Um, this year, I mean, it's a target. I mean, every week it feels like the playoffs for us. And so because you know you're going to get everyone's best shot. And um, so then when you get to the playoffs, you know it's the playoff ball. You know what you need to do and how you need to execute to win those games. But you really treat it like every other game. You know, you know the stakes are high, but it really doesn't add any extra pressure to us because, you know, it's uh, there's no tomorrow, and really it feels that way all throughout the season. And so uh, we were ready for everyone's best shot, and and you know couldn't be more proud of the guys in the locker room and our coaching staff and and uh, you know defense, offense, special teams. I mean, everybody was just on top of it, and um, you know pretty pretty cool to look back and see that we did it. Even though the game atmosphere you guys get throughout the year might prepare you for the playoffs, the Super Bowl is an animal in and of itself because of the buildup, the week, all of the stuff. And this year it's in Vegas. Um, what what about that experience? I mean, you've been through it a, a, several times now. Is there anything about that that ever surprises you or, you know, you're just like, can't believe this is happening? I mean, what's that Super Bowl experience like for somebody that's been through it like you have? Well, you know, everybody says they expect to be there, but we, we truly expected to be there, um, you know, and, and everyone had that belief inside of our building, you know, that we could go do it again. And um, having as much Super Bowl experience as, as we have, and especially with some of our key leaders on our team, you know, um, that that's huge. Um, I think, you know, Vegas, we knew Vegas was going to be massive, you know, anything Las Vegas and them hosting a Super Bowl. I mean, you just think about that for a second. You go, this thing is going to be bigger than any of the Super Bowls we've been to. Um, just with the amount of people that it attracts and, and the events and everything. And 
you know, it was a good setup in, in Vegas. You know, we stayed on, in um, out in Henderson slash Lake Las Vegas, both teams, 49ers and ourselves. Um, and so we were away from the strip, which was really nice. Um, and um, only had a couple, uh, I mean, the practice, we practiced the Raiders facility. So that was, um, you know, nice still being out away from the strip. And so really, you know, it's just, when you have the goal to to go win another one um, and to win a Super Bowl, you know you know the focus that's required, you know, and, and the and the, the level of discipline that you need to have. And so um, our team, I feel like, did a great job with that throughout the week and um, stayed out away from everything and really focused on on winning the game. But I think again that goes back to how we prepare each and every week, and then the playoff experience and and, and expecting that we would be there, you know, knowing that we had to do the work to get there, but obviously. Uh, no one was surprised when we actually did make it to the Super Bowl because we've been there and done that. And, um, you know, hats off to, to the way our coaches lead. And um, really, it's just an amazing, amazing deal for for me personally, you know, growing up watching guys like Andy Reid coach and then now being on the inside and uh, just, just seeing how how great of a coach he is and, and a great leader of men. Um, it, it's phenomenal. So it's pretty cool to uh, be witnessing history and playing side by side with a lot of these guys. Speaking of history, your field goal unit made some in the Super Bowl, 57 yarder longest in Super Bowl history. Um, that, and it was a slog fest early. So you guys are really battling it out. But what about that moment when you knew you guys were, were attempting something that nobody else had ever done in Super Bowl history? Yeah. Well, you know, we, our field goal unit, you know, we are, we stay ready because obviously you never know how the game is going to go, you know, and obviously we're, we're always ready when called upon. And um, that's kind of the way we go into every game. But um, the, the the further you go in the playoffs, you realize the the margin between your win and your losses are, are so small. And uh, a lot of times that's an extra point, you know, how well you punt the ball um, and how well you can, uh, you know, make field goals and, and when, when you're called upon. And so, um, for us, we were we knew from last year's experience and through years in the past that um, in those kind of games, I mean, it's it, uh, field goal is is probably going to come up and it could decide the game. And so, um, you know, we treat every field goal uh, the same, I guess. And you could probably ask myself, holder and kicker, the same question. We might give a slightly different answer, but um, doesn't matter if it's first quarter, fourth quarter, or overtime in the Super Bowl. You know, we treat everyone the same and. Um, pretty fortunate that uh, to be a part of the uh, longest field goal in, in NFL history. Um, although I wish that ball would have been a little lower. It was a little high of a snap. On my end, I got, I got a little greedy and, and wanted those laces and ended up releasing the ball a little high. But Tommy did a phenomenal job of getting the ball down, and Harrison drove it through. And um, he, he's so he's so well-deserving of of all the praise that he gets. I mean, he's he's one of the best, if not the best, to do it. And uh, I, I'm very fortunate that he's going to work, get to go to work every day with him. And Tommy – um, incredible holder. Um, he does such a great job uh, week in and week out. And, and um, yeah, you know, we, we take what we do very seriously and, and try to be as flawless as possible. And while we're all human beings and we're not, uh, we're not perfect, you know, we try to be as close to that as we can be and uh, grateful to uh, get to play with those guys. Yeah, you mentioned kicking whenever in a game, and you mentioned overtime. You didn't get to kick in overtime. That touchdown was a walk-off win, but yes. you did have that field goal, six seconds to go, 29 yards to send the game to overtime. And like you said, there's some humanity that I would think has to come into that, but it, was that just do the job, or was there any thought of, of what was on the line in that moment? Yeah, I mean, I think in those, in those situations, um, without really – thinking about it, you realize um, what's on the line. You know, you realize that we need to make that kick, but we need to make that kick just like we need to make the extra point in the first quarter. And so 
Um, you really just try to treat every one of those the same and realizing that anything um, you do or think outside of your normal routine is probably going to have a negative impact versus a positive impact. And so, um, yeah, you know, going down the wire, anytime we have the ball inside a field goal range, we're ready to go. And uh, pretty cool when you have those opportunities, you know, just like last year, having the opportunity to um, kick a field goal, you know, and win a Super Bowl. I mean, who would ever thought, but, you know, when called upon, that's kind of our uh, our motto. And, and um, you know, we work extremely hard you know, really 365 days a year um, to be as perfect as possible and um, have a great unit, great coaching staff with Dave Tobe and, and Andy Hill. And, and uh, yeah, just fortunate to have been a part of some really big kicks and uh, Prof. Harrison for knocking them all through. Hey, if I'm not mistaken, you and Creed Humphrey and Wanye Morris are on that field goal unit. So three of 11 players, former Sooners. Right. Am I right in that? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Pretty cool having Woo! your Sooner brothers in there, you know. Uh, didn't have the opportunity to play with Creed in college, but obviously was a big Creed Humphrey fan and, and him being an Okie and then obviously played with Blake, um, you know, didn't play with Wanye, but uh, yeah, it's awesome. You know, it's such a cool deal to have that, uh, have your, your former alumni guys out there and, and uh, you know, a lot of boomer Sooners going on in the locker room, you know, throughout the year and in the lock, you know, just having fun with it. And uh, so cool to know those guys and have history. Uh, with them and represent the state of Oklahoma and, and uh, the Oklahoma football program there. Yeah. You've always been really open and, and uh, you know, forthcoming about your roots, whether it's Washington or Sooners or Choctaw Heritage, your Christian faith. Um, why why have those things been important to you, James, to, to be willing to talk about and share as your career has gone on? Well, you know, I think, um, you know, anytime you – for what I've done and had the opportunity to play at Oklahoma and then obviously um, in the pros, you know, you always realize that a lot of this stuff is a lot bigger than yourself. And so to have the opportunity to represent people and, and see how proud they are of you for, for achieving certain, um, you know, goals and dreams, that's huge. And, um, you know, you, you just realize the longer you play, um, how much that means to your family, your friends, um, those, you know, that you share heritage with. And um, it's such a cool deal. I mean, I think, Outside of all the good that comes from, you know, playing in the NFL and personal experiences, that's probably the most rewarding thing for me is seeing how many people are rooting for you and care about you and and uh, the people that you represent, you know, and and um, that that's, you know, such a such a rewarding thing for me personally, honestly, and knowing so many people back home, um, you know, that I that I know and love. Um, so, yeah, it's it's uh, certainly a, a very special thing and um, such a cool thing to represent everyone, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I have to go off to, to everyone who has supported me in my career. And, and, um, I really, it really means, it means the world to me. Um, and then obviously my family who have been there every step of the way from little league, you know, and all the way through Washington and Oklahoma and here, it's been a dream come true. So very grateful for all, all that I've been blessed with to be able to experience and, and do, um, in this game of football. I know your sisters uh, watch with trepidation because, you know, while you may be cool, calm and collected out there for all those snaps, they may sit around sort of bracing. Oh, no, what no. happens? They're a little <laughs> nervous for you, James. Yeah, no doubt. I know they're a nervous wreck. So <laughs> I always tell them they're like 100 times um, uh, more uh, nervous and anx anx anxious, I should say, uh, than I will ever be when I'm playing. I'm so locked in. Uh, not a lot could uh, could bother me in those moments, but I know family and friends watching those moments. I mean, I even get nervous watching. Uh, you know, I, I watched a clip of the uh, the kick with how many ever seconds was it? Three or six seconds, something like that, um, at the end of that game. And I'm like, man, I feel yeah. nervous watching this one. I'm way more nervous watching this kick on video than I actually was in the moment. So 
Um, all that comes with experience, <laughs> but uh, so grateful to have, uh, you know, all the sisters that uh, love to support me and watch uh, my career and, and to be there cheering for me in, in those big moments, you know, as well as mom and grandparents and, and everyone. Yeah. Hey, before we let you go, last thing, talk, give us a little look ahead to the off season. Um, obviously now it's chasing another Super Bowl, but you've got a wife. We talked about your kids a little bit ago too. Uh, do you get to be a dad for a little while or do you have to get back into football mode pretty quickly? Yeah, well, um, we do have a little time off. So, you know, we typically only take, you know, a week or two off from, from snapping and, and training, but, uh, you know, we do get to go take the kids to school every morning and, and, uh, but you know, you, you finish, uh, you know, mid February and, um, you know, we, we go back to work, um, with the team, um, in late April, early May. And so you really have a pretty short off season. So, yeah, I mean, you finally get to, uh, kind of have a normal life here for a couple of weeks and then, uh, it's right back to training. But, uh, when you love what you do, you love getting back to work and, and, um, you know, trying to get better and try to be the best, you know, player that you can be at your respective position. And so, um, yeah, I'm going to enjoy this time again. Like I said, we, we got back from St uh, Scottsdale last night and had a good time getting away a little bit. And, and, uh, now, you know, you just uh, be a dad and, and, uh, you know, we're looking forward to going back to Oklahoma and seeing family and, and, uh, getting to do a lot of the things that we don't get to do from late July through mid February. So, uh, it'll be short and sweet, but definitely, uh, looking, uh, excited about this off season and what the next month and a half will hold. I know Kansas City fans are curious, since you're a free agent, is the hope that you can do a deal and be back in KC next season? Oh, absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm playing for the best, uh, best football team in the National Football League, and I would love to be back. So uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful, but uh, I, think that, uh, I think we'll keep rolling. But uh, I'll be ready when they call. I'll tell you that. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Well, James, hey, we can't thank you enough. Congratulations again. Hopefully we can talk about Super Bowl number four in a year or so. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Well, thank you for having me on. It's been a lot of fun. And thanks to all of you. If this was your first time hearing or watching The Jenny Carlson Show, be sure to subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Also, subscribe to our newsletter from the homepage at selloutcrowd.com and download our new Sellout Crowd app for your iPhone or Android. Thanks again for being here, and we'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.